Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Is it just me or have you noticed God is connecting His bride? He is connecting His children. He's connecting His family. I know as an entrepreneur, you can feel like you're on an island of one. I feel like more than ever, God is uniting his children to come together to do things. It's better to do life together. And in the business world, it's the same thing. And that is why I'm so excited to introduce you to my new friend who I've been able to get to know over the last several months and actually attended one of her retreats that she hosted in April. And it literally changed my life. This episode today is an interview and really a friendly conversation I had with my dear friend, Avery Forrest. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Avery Forrest, she's a wife to her husband of 15 years, and she is a mother of two wild, adorable little boys. She and her husband are not only the founding pastors of Anchor Point Church in Foley, Alabama, which was founded in 2009, but she's also on the teaching and leadership team of the church. Not only that, though, she also is an entrepreneur like you and I. And I know many of you ask, can we do ministry and business, which is how I've married that word business-tree. And I know you're going to be blessed by her episode today to see how God is marrying the two together. So she is a business coach to Christian female entrepreneurs through what her program and her membership uh, is called Christian Business Camp, which she founded in 2021. She not only hosts retreats for Christian female business owners across the country, she also has a podcast called the Christian Business Camp Podcast. Her heart is for you to live in transformational relationship with God daily, and she does this through preaching, teaching, and mentoring the people God has placed in her life, which is why I am so excited to introduce you to Avery, introduce you to her, her to you, so that you get to know this amazing sister of God. I pray you're so blessed by this episode. Hello, sister friend. Today, I am so excited to introduce you to one of my new friends that has already totally rocked my world and impacted my life, and I couldn't keep her from you any longer. So I would love to welcome my friend Avery Forrest to the show. Hi, Avery. Hey, hey, Heather. How are you? Thank you so much for having me, and hey to all the listeners out there. I know um, Heather's podcast is so impactful. So I know there's so many of you out there that are listening and I just want to say, Hey to you guys. And thank you for letting me come share my story with you. Yes. I feel like, so we actually just met each other in person a few weeks ago yeah. and, uh, I had the pleasure of being a, 
person who attended one of Avery's retreats. And wow, if we, we will get to that, I'm sure at some point, but (laughs) oh my goodness, y'all, Avery is such a special person and I'm so excited to introduce her. So I'm going to give it to you, Avery. Can you tell us a little bit about your story um, and just a little bit about, yeah, where you are, where you've come from and where you are right now? Awesome. Well, I live in South Alabama. I have lived here most of my life and I am a beach girl. We have the Gulf coast right near us. So if you've ever heard of Gulf shores, Alabama, I am right. I'm the town that you drive through to get to the beach. And so we have the outlet mall and it's really fun. Uh, and beach, the beach, saltwater sand. I think it's in my veins. I love the beach and I just love living here. My husband, however, does not like the beach. So it's really funny that, uh, people are like, do you go to the beach all the time? I'm like, well, when I have time to myself, I do. Cause my husband doesn't like it, but we have been married 15 years. We have two little boys and they are, um, 11 and eight and we pastor a church. So we planted a church about 12 years ago. God called me into ministry before I ever met my husband. He called me into ministry at 19 years old. And I have been doing ministry ever since. And as um, just part of my entrepreneurial journey is that I've always worked jobs that allowed me to do ministry um, as primary. And then um, I I ran businesses for other people. I ran a retreat center for a long time when we first planted our church. And then um, at one point in time, I was like, man, I am, I'm working so hard for other people who are entrepreneurs. Why not just do this myself? And so I really started praying and just asking God to, to show me what to do. I had a camera. I've always loved photography and I had worked on the side for a few people. Cause when people come to the beach, they love taking pictures. And it was just this natural, like the Lord kind of showing me, Hey, start this photography business. And, um, like any entrepreneur, you're freaked out a little bit, right. When you're leaving your full-time job and, and you're mm-hmm. having to rely on yourself. Right. And so I really prayed about it. I felt like the Lord showed me the plan. I felt like he gave me the the complete green light. Like you go for this. So I went to quit my job and my boss was like, Hey, I I need you though. (laughs) Like, please don't leave me fully. And so he offered me a position in, um, hold on. I'm so sorry. Did we want to go into all this already? Yeah, no, (laughs) this is perfect. This is perfect. Go for it. All right. So I went to my boss and I was like, Hey, I need to quit. He started freaking out. Just, you know, anytime you become like the boss's main person. So he basically asked me if I would stay and do a certain portion of the work still, which was the bookkeeping. Um, and he would pay me a certain amount of money. And the crazy thing was, is that amount of money was like almost my exact mortgage. So I was like, Oh, you know, heaven. this must be a mm-hmm. God thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I stayed, um, on doing the bookkeeping and then running my photography business on this uh, as well. And about six months later, I was like, Lord, why are you not blessing my photography business? It was a really slow, you know, grow for those six months. And it felt like I was pushing, um, the ball up the hill instead of the momentum that I thought I was going to have, especially when God, you know, says to do it. And so I was praying. And he spoke so clearly to me. He said, Avery, you're trusting Tim, not me. Like you trusted him for your mortgage instead of your father for your mortgage. And I was like, whoa. 
And I literally went the next day and gave my two weeks notice for the bookkeeping job. And after that, my business blew up. It was crazy how in almost instantaneously of turning the switch and going, wow, okay, God, I was not trusting you in my business and I'm going to now. And, and again, it just started to blow up. I ended up doing 30 weddings that next year, which was bananas. And it really, I never looked back after that. And the Lord truly led me in my business from that day forward. And I think I kind of caught the bug of like, oh, like God actually cares about my business he has provided my business for me. He's gifted me for it. So I should trust him in all aspects of it. And that's the way I led my business ever since. So good. So many nuggets. So first of all, I think something that a lot of the women listening here can, can relate to is pivoting. You know, you had this call on your life, but at the same time, there were other things. And I, you know, one of the things a lot of people ask is like, what is my purpose? What yeah. is my calling? And I, oh, I always help women like oversimplify your purpose never changes to glorify honor. And I love Jenny Randall's definition too. She adds that, um, and yeah. to, 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 to get to know God, like to, to love him and, and have this relationship with him. But, um, but in this journey though, you've pivoted, right. You've done some different things and really like, what does it mean to be a spirit led entrepreneur? Um, and I love that trust factor. Isn't it? interesting that we say as believers, we trust God and yet our actions often show that there's a piece that we're still holding on to, like that, that, uh, that yeah. other part, part-time job that you had. Yeah. And it's crazy because again, I think in the moment I was like, Oh, this is God, but I didn't really pray about it. And it wasn't until my business wasn't growing. Like I wanted to, that I was like, well, Hey Lord, what's going on? You know? And then he's like, Hey, where's your trust at? You know, where's, is your trust in me or is your trust in the, and I would even say sometimes maybe you're not working a part-time job, but maybe your trust is in your abilities. Maybe your trust is in the grind. Oh, well, I can't take a Sabbath rest because if I rest (laughs) or I, I can't go off social media, if the Lord's leading you to go off social media or something like that. And, and you have to say, God, if my business is truly in your hands, I can trust you. Um, and, and I think that is the place that we have to live from and, and realize that God's way is so different from the world's way of running business. It just is, it looks different and, and we can trust though, that even though it looks different, God can still bring the success. He can still provide, he can still do more than we could ever ask, think, or imagine, but it's not about us. It's really about his kingdom. A hundred percent. Yeah. So one thing you said was I didn't really pray about it. I think that is so something we can overlook sometimes, especially when we think it's a good thing. So I always say not all good things are God things and not all God things are God things for you. So when we get that, that when you thought it was a good thing, like you thought this has to be from God. And yet it turned out that he was like, eh, not quite. And then another thing you said was logic. Like we really our brains want to make sense of things. And so in order to take that step of obedience and to take action on what God's asking us, we want to logically know this is going to work out. Yeah. That negates the need for faith, right? So one of the keys of flow living in flow that I talk about is to forget logic and operate in wisdom and we get wisdom Uh, from the Holy Spirit. So I love that you said that. Yeah. Um, So after you resigned, you see this 
you saw the fruit, like this awesome fruit of your business. So tell us a little bit more about that photography journey, because you were a photographer for eight, eight years, right? Yeah. So again, I think every time we start a business, right, there's, you've got to have your why behind your business, all those sort of things. So for me, I shared my husband and I do ministry together, which is really, really awesome. We, we, we pastor together. He is the lead pastor, but then I also get to preach and teach in our church and it's really exciting and fun. And so photography for me was always this, okay, I work one day a week (laughs) in a sense so that I can be at home with our boys. I can help in ministry, all that sort of stuff. So eight years goes by photography served that purpose and I loved it and it did give us so much freedom. But in 2019, our church was growing like crazy. We were just, I mean, it was an insane season. And that year was the year that both of our boys started school. And so again, I just really started praying and I was like, Lord, I don't know that this business serves our family the way that it used to, because used to, I was home with my kids all week. And then on Saturdays I got to go have adult time. Right. And I got to go to a wedding and hang out and it was fun and lovely. Um, but now in 2019, my kids were at school all week. So I never saw them. And then Saturdays I was gone. So it's like, Mm. we didn't have a family day. And then Sundays was jam packed with church. And again, it was growing and it was crazy. And so I was exhausted on Sundays when I really needed to be able to serve our church in a different way. And so we really, my husband and I started praying, um, And just started saying, Lord, is this business still the business that I'm supposed to be doing? And of course, it was hard when the Lord said, let it go, because it was doing everything I wanted it to do. I was making the money I wanted to make. It was it was a beautiful place. So, you know, imagine you build a business for eight years exactly to where you want it. And then God's like, "Okay, shut it down. And and again, going back to that pivot thing. I don't know that I've ever been afraid to pivot, which is, is a good thing, right? Like you have to be willing to say, okay, shift here. Um, going into photography, uh, just a little photography analogy. When you, when you set up a bride and groom and you see the picture, um, in your head, right. And you're like, oh, this light looks so beautiful behind them. And you set them up and you pose them and it takes a minute to do that. Um, because the girl doesn't want to get her dress dirty, all those sort of things. And then you snap the picture And on the back of your camera, it looks nothing like what you thought it was going to in your head. And you can either spend 10 minutes taking a whole bunch of really bad pictures right there, or you can say, Hey, you know what, guys, the light's not working right. Let's actually shift over here. And some photographers are afraid to do that. Some people are afraid when things aren't, aren't serving their families anymore. And I always say this, your business should be a blesser to your family, not a stressor. And if your your business is a stressor to your family, it's probably time to start praying and saying, okay, God, is this business still serving our family? Because I truly honestly believe it is God first, marriage second, your children, and then, and then your business. Right. And so Um, and not that there aren't busy seasons, but when your business becomes a stressor, you've got to start praying and asking the Lord, okay, is, is this, is the pace that I'm keeping still the right pace? You know, and that's, I prayed through all those things. Okay, God, do I just take less weddings? Do I do this? Do I do that? And I really honestly felt like he said, no, shut it down. Now, what came after 2019? 2020. (laughs) And I was so thankful that I had not contracted any weddings for 2020, because I know my personality, I would not have been able to handle the stress that the wedding industry was (laughs) 
during spring of 2020. Oh man, all of my photographer friends, I was like, they would be messaging me. Oh, we have to cancel this. I mean, weddings were getting canceled like two days before, right? It was crazy. Mm. So, um, I, I actually, knew, right. He's yeah, like, I know. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those. I, he, I just think he knew I would not have been able to handle all of that. So, um, but let's, anyways, let's not, let's not like ignore the fact that you listened. Yes. Right. Yes. I mean, that's so important that, and you didn't know, you didn't really know what was coming ahead, but no, you still listened. Yeah. And he did, he gave me a couple things when he told me to shut it down, which two funny things is right when I decided to close, when I made the announcement that I was taking no more weddings, I think that next week I ended up getting like 10 inquiries and it was so hard to just go, Oh, (laughs) you know, I think maybe in my head, I thought nothing was going to come my way, but I actually had to follow out the obedience by turning down every single one of those weddings. And, and, and even those, even those could have been little distractions, yes. just like the other part-time job, right? right? Little distractions. Yeah. Is, is she fully yeah. oh, so good? Yeah. Yeah. So and good. so, so the Lord told me to shut it down and he specifically said, be available. And mm-hmm. of course I was like, well, what does that even mean, Lord? You know, and I, of course had some ideas in my head at that point in time, I had been asked to speak at a couple of women's conferences in 2019 and I didn't get to, because I had weddings scheduled. So I was like, oh, okay, God's finally opening doors for me to maybe speak. And so I had all of these ideas of what be available meant. But when, when I actually realized what being available meant, it was totally different from what I had in my head. So 2020 hits, right? We had two of our staff members um, that were pregnant at the same exact time. So being available actually ended up meaning I was basically full-time at our church, filling their positions as they were on maternity leave, helping and walking um, the whole COVID situation out in our church with my husband, Mm. I had no clue, like how much our church and my husband was going to need me in that season. So the first six months of 2020, I was literally available because my schedule was completely free. My kids were obviously at home with me, you know, all of those things. And I, I had no clue six months before that, when God told me to shut it all down, that that's what he meant by being available. And so, um, if we're going to go for some points here, you know, point number one, your, yeah. your business should be a blesser, not a stressor. Point number two is don't fill in the blanks for God, right? Listen. Like just trust him, you know, uh, trust the vision that he gets. Sometimes he gives us vision. Sometimes he just says, be available. Right. And sometimes you can get really disappointed in the outcome. If you fill in the blanks for what being available means, Um, and, and I have learned that the hard way (laughs) over all of these years of following the Lord that I just have to trust and not fill in the blanks for him. So, yeah, so that was the first six months of 2020. And then from there, um, as things started calming down here in Alabama, we were not like the rest of the world. It seems like, um, plus we're super close to Florida. So we, we were kind of more on the Florida train Mm -hmm. and by, by summer of 2020, really things had settled down here and life was kind of back to normal our church was open, all that sort of stuff. So I really started praying, all right, Lord, what's next then? Like, am I supposed to do business? Am I, what, what am I supposed to do here? And I felt like the Lord told me to kind of move into the coaching space, um, with Christian business entrepreneurs, Christian women entrepreneurs. So, um, I started a podcast (laughs) and, um, tell them what your name of your podcast is. 
Well, talking about pivoting, my podcast has been three different names and we'll probably by the end of the summer have a fourth name and we can, we'll talk about all that. Okay. That's exciting. Yeah. I think if you can hear like doing life and doing business with God is an adventure. Yeah. And Avery is something that I just hearing your testimony and getting to know you more and more, like you look at it as we can choose how we want to look at it. It's scary or we don't know, or we don't, you know, we want to control the situation, but I hear that you're like, I'm here for it. Let's just put our hands up and let's do this thing. Well, honestly, it hasn't, it hasn't been like for me to kind of laughingly say it's been three names. I'll tell you guys, that's not my personality. That Mm -hmm. isn't, that wasn't necessarily fun for me, like walking through some of this. Because before that, I did the same business for eight years. I had consistency. I had developed a name for myself, right? And in business, consistency is king, right? Like, so, but what I had to learn, um, I think the past two years of my life is that when we are living, um, and it doesn't have to always be this way, but for this portion, this season of my life, it is a, it is a journey of the Lord asking me to trust him every step. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know what I want my podcast to be. Um, I didn't even really at that time know exactly what I wanted to do in coaching. So I um, called the podcast start with me because it was like, and not start with Avery, but start with God. Like that's where every decision should start (laughs) seeking God, asking him for direction, asking him for what's next. And so for a short amount of time, it was called start with me. And I started um, a membership um, for Christian uh, female entrepreneurs. And I launched my first membership at the end of 2020, fall of 2020. And it was like a go thing. It was like, I actually was listening to another podcast and she was like, literally there's women out there praying right now for what God has put on your heart, you know? And I was like, oh my goodness, really? There, there are, you know, the Lord was like, yes, there are, there's women praying for it. And so I put it out there and sure enough, there was literally women who were like, I've been praying for something like this. And so, um, launched that and naturally, or I say naturally, y'all don't know me well yet, but you will know this in person is like my thing. So 2020 really was hard for me because I love being with people. I love being in person. I love going to events. As a photographer, I went to in-person workshops. I have never, I am that person that I'll buy a course and then I only do it like halfway through or I I get into it and I'm like, oh, I already know all of this stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. something always happens like when it comes to a course, but you put me at a workshop or an in-person thing where I'm going to learn and implement on site. I'm going to get to talk with people. That is just my jam. So I always invested in myself and my life and my business that way. Uh, Even going back to younger years, I was a church camp kid. I went to church camp every year. Um, I was a soccer player in college. I went to soccer camp leading up to college. So if you look back at my life, like in-person camp type stuff was just always the thing. So in my business model, even though it was middle of a pandemic, I knew in-person events were going to be part of it. I knew that something the Lord had put on my heart. So I had my membership and then I hosted my first retreat in February of 2021. And I had um, 17 women come to that first retreat, which again, I was just like blown away, baffled by, because it was, it was the middle of a pandemic and you're like, what's happening here? (laughs) Um, People want community. Yes. Yes. They want community. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And people were like, you're crazy. You're hosting something in person. What if this, what if I'm like, I don't know, I'm just going to do it. Cause I know the Lord's told me to. So hosted the first one at that first one, 
the Lord really spoke to me and about hosting a conference, like, and I want to fat or go back to January, 2021. If you look back into my journals, my prayer was literally God, I am so tired of what I'm capable of. And I'm ready to see you do the mountain moving, like God, Mm. move of God type stuff. Like I'm so tired of just accomplishing what I can do. I know that you've put a call on my life. I know that you have, you have said there is more. So I'm ready. Like I'm ready to start seeing it. And that was my prayer. God, I'm tired of what I'm capable of. And I want to just see you move. That's a bold prayer. That's good. It is. <laughs> I didn't even know what I was getting into y'all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> praying that, uh, I don't even know that I like knew what I was praying, but I'm looking at my little post-it notes right now. And it, it literally says that. And, and what that prayer did though, is it's, it's literally led me on a journey again, going back to the trust piece. It has led me on a journey of literally having to trust God every single step. So hosted the first retreat and God was like, oh, this retreat's cool, but that's, you're capable of that. Let's, let's host a conference. (laughs) And, um, the journey that he took me on after that, the way he lined up, he literally brought a woman into my life that used to host conferences. It was crazy. There were so many like God elements to hosting that conference that were just so undeniable, um, that it was, it was easy and hard at the same time to like trust the process. Mm -hmm. Um, But even in that, I hosted a couple more retreats because I already had them on the schedule. And then I hosted the Clarity to Courage conference um, in October of 2021. So that was the second name of my podcast was Clarity to Courage. Um, Yeah, so I did that. Let me just tell you, listen, y'all, if you, so I I pivoted the name of my podcast too. And I think so often when we're kind of, when we're in a season of something like you in that season was start with him. Like you knew that was so important. That was your mission. Um, And then, then this, right. The clarity, you know, the confidence or like, yes, I think a lot of the times our chapters yeah. Of life. Right. We kind of like sit in that and stand in that and confidently. And that's okay. Like my last podcast title was garden of favor because the Lord walked me through a yeah. garden to heal my heart and didn't mean that was wrong. Didn't mean that your, your previous titles were not the right yeah. one. They served a purpose in a season. And that's what I, you know, I just think of seasons. There's a season yes. for everything. Well, and I can confidently like look at that and say that now. And even in the moment, I was like, so fine changing the the podcast Mm -hmm. title Mm -hmm. because I did feel that way. I'm kind of like, well, guys, just being truthful. I'm walking this thing out. Like this is all new for me. I've never, you know, hosted business conferences before. I've never been a business coach before, you know? So again, on the inside, it was hard. It was hard to walk that out and surrender that. And my flesh was like, this is not the way business is handled. And this is not what you do. And can we talk about that for a second? Because, you know, had I stumbled on your, which is interesting enough, the way that we connected was our mutual friend, Megan attended that conference. And Megan then told me about your retreats and I started stalking you online. And then she was like, you need to meet my friend Avery. And we connected, you know, all those things. The behind the scenes, I think this is something really important for us, especially as coaches, mentors, leaders, like coaches of coaches, leaders of leaders, uh, that we do share that, what you just said. Listen, on the outside, I was taking action. I may have looked confident to you on the inside. I was wrestling. I was in this. And so 
again, every person we connect with online, you know, if I stumbled on your profile, I'd be like, look at this girl, you know, loving your reels, loving your content. Like she knows what she's doing. Meanwhile, oftentimes the same thing you're wrestling with is the same thing the other person is wrestling with. It might look a little different. And the fact that we continue to take action is so important. Yeah. And that's, you do, you have to be an action taker and action mover. And, and I'm not, I also don't even think it's false. Like some people might be like, Oh, that's so fake. No, it's not fake. The scriptures literally say like our, our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak. And so to walk in the spirit means that we get over our flesh and we step out and do, even if on the outside, it looks crazy. And again, that's what the enemy was whispering in my ear. Oh, nobody's going to ever want you to coach them because, you know, you seem chaotic or every, you know, six months you're changing your podcast name or this or that or whatever. And I literally just had to rebuke that lie. Right. And then I just had to say, you know what, then those people aren't for me because I guess I want the women who go, Oh, I need a leader who says, Hey, sometimes I get ahead of myself or sometimes I didn't pray about it or sometimes, you know, And so it was just that whole process of, and it's crazy how many women have told me like, Avery, it was, it was amazing to watch you. And we can talk about some of, some of where I overstepped even after the conference, but, but some of these women were like, Avery, to, to hear you backtrack, to hear you take some stuff off of your plate and be honest about why you stepped ahead and then why you pulled back. Like that's real, that's real life. Nobody hits it out of the park. hundred percent of the time, nobody gets it right in your walk with the Lord hundred percent of the time. And if so, Jesus, I would like to meet you, right? Like, yes. <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're getting it right hundred percent of the time, let's hang out, let's have coffee because I need to know, um, how What's you accomplish. <laughs> right. Yeah. Such perfection. Right. Right? Well, that's that perfectionism and it's yeah. such a lie. And yeah. especially as we're connecting with other people, watching other people walking out their calling. Yeah. We do, we have to remember that the enemy is after every single one of us. He's after every single one to kill, steal, and destroy whatever it is that God, the calling that we have on our life. Yeah. And so staying tethered to the Lord as if like yeah. he is the source, he's the main thing. I love that. So yeah. And there can be, I think we can get so t- attached to the season that we're in like that, the titles, mm-hmm. and it becomes our identity rather than our identity in Christ. Right. Yeah. And so Yeah, that's so good. I can relate to everything you're saying. (laughs) Well, tell us a little bit about where you are now. So you did the conferences. I attended your retreat a few weeks ago, which was y'all literally life-changing. I posted a little bit about it in my stories. I I still feel like I'm processing all that the Lord did. In person is so powerful. When you get a room full of believers together, oh my goodness. Um, Yes. So yeah, fast forward us. Tell us where you are now. So, so I, I hosted the conference and at the two weeks before the conference, the Lord gives me this name, um, Christian business camp. And as I'm at the conference, I'm watching and I'm like, oh my goodness, that like, that makes so much sense. And I have this huge vision of what camp for, for grown women could look like, you know? Mm-hmm. And I even did a post the other day, like we send our kids to camp. We send our students to camp. Why do we stop going to camp when we're a grown up? Right? Like how many women can just need three days away to just be with community, be in God's presence and, and just be refreshed. Right. Mm-hmm. And then 
because God knows you and who is in the room, if you come hungry, he will meet you there. Like yes. my job isn't to meet your needs. That's God's job. My job is just to host it. So, so at the conference, I have this like big vision and, and I literally, um, because of, I think there was a lot of people in my ears. And again, I go back to, I just really wasn't slowing down to inquire of God. If you read through, um, I think it's in Samuel. If you read through Samuel, when David is like running from Saul, literally like every couple chapters, it says David stopped and inquired of God. David mm. stopped and inquired of God, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't stop and inquire of God. I got the the bite for the vision, right? And I just, I just moved forward because it was like, oh, people, people want to know your next dates, people. And so I, I launched out, y'all, I launched out six retreats Black Friday weekend. Okay. I had a theology retreat and a this retreat and a that retreat and a pastor's wives retreat. And I'm like, everybody wants to come to my retreats. Right. And I launched it all out there. And by the second week of December, I was in full on stress and anxiety and heaviness. And I was like, what is going on? And so I stopped and I inquired of the Lord and he was like, Avery, what did you put? Like, again, what was my idea and what was your idea? Mm -hmm. Go back to that prayer. You prayed, you want to see me do what only I can do. So are, are some of these just really good ideas Mm. And then which ones are my ideas? And so the Lord literally stripped me back to only two retreats, which was the dream retreat that uh, Heather came to. And then um, depending on when this airs, uh, April 24th, I'm hosting the rest retreat. And which again, when God told me to host a rest retreat, I was like, what the <laughs> what is that? Business women don't want to rest, you know? <laughs> right. It's like a four letter word in our world. I, oh yeah. Yes. Well, that yes. one sold out like overnight. It was crazy. So anyways, basically from, from that moment when I pulled it back and then I had to go, I had to go to everybody and I had to say, guys, I didn't see God. I didn't, I, I was just running on what I thought were green lights versus mm-hmm. God lights. Right. Mm-hmm. And as a leader, I had to say, Hey, you know what? I, I maybe stepped a little um, out of my, out of my tr- zone of just what the Lord was telling me to do. So these are the only two retreats. I feel like he has told me to go forward on and, and now hindsight, I see why. Mm-hmm. So you and I were talking at the retreat and I do want to talk a little bit about what happened at the retreat, but you and I were talking at the retreat about how it really was just kind of stripped down there weren't tons of like photo up moments or, you know, I didn't have the balloon wall and this and that or whatever, because it was really about just coming to meet with the Lord. And I think that is the journey that God needed me to go down was that women are hungry. We have all the business knowledge that we need. I'm sorry. I don't need another course right now. (laughs) You know, like (laughs) I know, I know the things that I should be implementing. I know the things that I should be consistent in. I know what I need to be doing. And so do most of you. And I'm not, I'm really not harping on courses or anything like that. I'm just saying sometimes there's seasons where we need to implement and stop learning, right? We need to actually see growth in the areas that we've already invested in. And then there's other times that we really do just need to stop. We need to pause. We need to get away for a few days in God's presence. And it doesn't have to be a whole bunch of content, a whole bunch of hoopla. It can literally just be resting with the Lord. And so that is what God was showing me, even coming into the dream retreat and the rest retreat was that these two retreats were really, they had nothing to do with business and they're all to do with just meeting with God. 
And, and I don't know, I don't know if I'll host another conference. I honestly, at this moment, do not know what's coming next. What I do know is I will not step until God tells me to move anymore (laughs) because I am a, I am that person who, when I was on the racetrack, I always fault started, right? Like I was, I'm, I'm always ready to go. I claim that I am God's yes girl. I want to say God, yes to God more than anything in the world. And he's saying, cool. I require obedience, not sacrifice. I need you just to listen to every little step. So, so we go into the dream retreat and it was just this beautiful thing. All the right women were there. I could not have forced Honestly, guys, I could not have sold another ticket unless God wanted me to sell another ticket. Like he knew who needed to be at that retreat. He knew exactly um, who was supposed to be in that room. And he knew exactly how he was going to meet them there. And there weren't, there weren't a ton of photo op opportunities. There weren't a ton of like postable moments because God did work. And it was, some of it was hard and heavy, right? Some of it was really, really beautiful as well. Um, one of the things that we talked about the first night was how sometimes healing hurts. Right. And I, I, I gave an illustration of my son who he broke his finger months ago and it was his ring finger and it was super crooked. And the first day, the first doctor we went to couldn't fix it. So they had to like bind it up. And four days later, um, because the bone already starts growing back, like, right. When we're healing it, we start to heal quickly from things. Um, the other doctor has to literally re-break his finger Mm. so that it could heal the proper way, you know? And sometimes if we don't let God like do the deep, hard, heavy work, sometimes he has to re-break things or sometimes he has to make us go visit it again so that he can, he can heal it. Right. And so we talked about all that stuff. And again, we had content. There was a, there was a guide, there was, there was structure to it, but truly it was a retreat that we met with the Lord. We had worship, we had prayer time, we had time to talk and, and I left so refreshed. I don't know about you. I'm like Um, tearing up over here, just thinking about the, the, the days together. Yes. It was incredibly powerful, incredibly life-changing. I truly, when I say like, I'm like over here crying, I, I I am not the same person. Yeah. Yeah. And because God knew, yeah, Yeah. you came hungry and he knew what you needed. And so it was actually that retreat because even my retreats I hosted last year in the conference, everything was amazing. And everything was God. Like, I mean, he, he had me do all of those things, but it was like every retreat got less and less business and more and more Jesus. Mm. And then the conference we did have business, but the main focus was on Jesus. And now I'm sitting here going, you know what, if hosting Jesus retreats is my thing, that's my thing. Like, and if it's only businesswoman that comes, that's cool. Um, that's, that's my heart is for Christian businesswomen, because I do believe that you guys we as Christian business owners, we have major, huge platforms that we didn't have 10 years ago. We have the ability to impact people in a way that wasn't the traditional way 10, 15, 18 years ago, where you had to be a speaker and write a book. No, now you literally, you can have a podcast. You can, you can have your social media platform and you can share the love of Jesus by just living out your life and running your business God's way. Right. And so I I do have a heart for Christian businesswomen, but again, y'all need to come meet with Jesus and be refreshed so that then you can go do all the things that God has put in your heart to do. Right. And it is okay 
if that's what God's asked me to do. Right. And I think for a while there, I was leaning on the crutch of, okay, let me offer this really great business content. Let me have these really fun postable moments. And, and then God's like, no, these women are hungry and they, they want me and I have something for them. Mm. And, and so that's the place that I'm leaning into now. And I think after the dream retreat, I know why I haven't put any other retreats on the, on the books yet. It's because God, God's stewing something right now. He's stirring something that is beautiful. I have a whole lot of, um, vision from the dream retreat that I didn't have even at the end of October. Um, it's still going to be along the lines of Christian business camp. It might be called Christian women's camp. I don't know. Cause again, I'm like, okay, Lord, am I, am I making this too small by only focusing on business women? But what I do know is I've got it all written down. I've got it dreamed out with God and it's at his feet surrendered. And it's like, okay, Lord, you show me the next steps. You show me what to do. Um, because honestly, I believe every woman, I think (laughs) you want to talk about start crying. Like I think about the tired mom who is at her wits end, who literally three, like literally three days of just being away and being out of her environment and getting refreshed in God's presence and cool. It's cool to go out with your husband and all that sort of stuff. But sometimes we just need some girl time, right? Like we just need some time with women who will encourage and spur you on iron sharpens iron. And then you go back and you're a better mom and a better wife because you're refreshed and you're not at your wits end anymore. And the truth is, is could we get that just in our prayer closet along with God? Yes, you can. And I hope Mm -hmm. that you do, Mm -hmm. but sometimes you need to just get away for a minute. And that's, that's the thing I have in my heart now is how can I make this available to every woman that needs a touch from God? Like, yes. how can I do that? And yes. so that's such a big task. <laughs> and so that's why it's just being laid before the Lord, because it is, it is literally something I can't do. I am ready to be the host of it. Um, and then I want to talk about Sorry, I don't, I'm like, oh, we're probably going way too long. Um, but I want to talk Which about we what- really, we really should do a couple episodes. I mean, I think, and, and please go check out Avery's podcast. Um, she's such a wealth of information. So yes, I would love to talk about, um, well, one, how can they connect with you? Cause we know the podcast, yes. but two, what do you have coming? Cause I know I'm participating in something you have coming, which yes. is doing this, being able to then, okay, you did it. Now, how do you teach other yes. people how to do this? So that's another element that I really felt like the Lord showed me at the retreat because Heather was there and she was like, Avery, this is like, and she told me that she's been talking about a retreat for a long time with you guys. So it's coming. <laughs> And I don't know, maybe that's why God put Avery in my life so that that's part of it to help me put this thing together, this vision that I have that the Lord's yes, keep going. Yeah. So anyways, the, at the retreat, Heather, like kind of looks over at me. She's like, Avery, this is like, this is what I want to happen at my retreat. Like, I want to see God move like this. Right. And I'm like, girl, you can do it here. And I got a list. I was like, we got to talk. Cause I got a list of like 52 things though. You got to make sure that happened. But in that, 
even in the online space, how many times do you hear it? What seems simple to you is genius to others, right? And I think one of the things that the Lord showed me at the retreat, and then not to mention as I've hosted these retreats, there's been so many people, Hey, can I get on a call with you? Hey, I really want to host a retreat, but I don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. And I realized, Oh, okay. This is something I can offer. So again, I was harping on courses, um, but I'm offering a course called retreat in a box, which is, it's going to be more hands-on, I think, than just a a typical, just put a course out there because what I have found too, is every woman's heart for their retreat is different. So, mm-hmm. um, so there's going to be a couple options. You can buy just the basic like course, or you can do an add on to get some calls with me to kind of help you walk out your retreat. Or, um, one of the things at this dream retreat, I didn't speak at my dream retreat. I actually brought mm-hmm. a speaker in. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she said is Avery, I've always been like, I wanted to host a retreat, but I've been so scared to host a retreat because I'm not a hostess. Mm-hmm. And so I've even realized that that is another element too. If I want to go one step further is I actually am a really great hostess. Retreats don't scare me at all. Like they're my jam. I can do this. And so if you needed me to help you host your retreat, that can also be like an add-on that I can do with you there. Like I can come and I can help you literally host your retreat. Sign me up. Like a Sign on-site, me up. Site, on-site yeah. concierge person. Yes. Sure There's so much that goes vision. into it. And I mean, I've yeah. hosted, I've hosted retreats for different things, but nothing the way that that I see now, like this season of my life. Right. And I know it's going to take other people. I think that's something really we're in a season of the Lord showing us as the body of Christ. We need each other. Yeah. We need each other. Like Avery has gifts that I don't have. I have gifts that she doesn't have. And maybe we have some similar gifts because we absolutely do that too. But in order to really do things the way I think God wants them to be done, I, I, we need each other. So yes. So tell us, tell us a little more about this. Okay. So the retreat in a box course, if depending on when you're listening to this, you can still get in on the beta round, which is a really awesome price, um, for beta. If you, so like right now, if you're like, I have wanted to host a retreat, if you're sitting there and it's something that has been on your like wish list or dream list for a long time, I would suggest you checking the link in the bio and coming and doing the beta. Join me. I'm going to be there. Yeah. Heather's Heather's going to be in it. It's May um, second and fourth, I think, um, where mm-hmm. I'm going to teach it live, um, on those two days. So we're going to do like three hour increments on those two days. And we're going to have some live Q and A's, um, because again, everybody's retreat is a little bit different. Yeah. Um, I'm going to package that all up though, and put that also quote unquote in a box for a course. And then, like I said, you can either add on some one-to-one calls with me, um, to plan your retreat or this, this extra option that just came to me the other day when I was meeting with one of the one-on-one girls. And, um, it was like, man, I, I could actually come and like help you host this. And, um, and it's just one of those things again, that I'm sitting there going, well, who would be afraid of hosting a retreat, but that's me, right? Like, (laughs) cause I'm not afraid of one, but if you, and not, not saying that you're afraid, but when you're like, I don't know if I have what it takes to host it. Yeah. When you recognize your, yeah. When we recognize our strengths, it allows us to also recognize where we don't have strengths and where somebody else can fulfill that. Yeah. 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 So So that just, and I haven't, I'll say this too, disclaimer. I haven't only hosted these retreats, these few retreats in the past couple of years as a pastor's wife, I have hosted retreats for years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have hosted 
women's conferences for five years at our church. So when I look back at it, I literally did have this like aha moment this past October at the conference that God was like, Avery, I've been preparing you for this, like your whole life. Like you've done this stuff for years. And so now move forward. So I really do want to help you make your retreat come alive. Because again, I think there is something very powerful about in-person and even if yours is going to be content heavy, cool. Like we can still make that happen too. I just, in all of this realized that God was saying, that's not what I'm calling you to Avery. Like get, <laughs> get the content out of your head and create this, this space, this environment. Um, but if content is what you have in mind, then yeah, let's do that. And honestly, yeah. um, I've got, man, I've just got so many tips and tricks on how much content is right. And how much is that? Because you think three days is a long time and it's really not when you're you know, getting into all this stuff. So anyways, that is how, yeah, that is the next way you can work with me. Um, on my website and stuff, there is a way for you to like sign up for a wait list for future retreats. Again, though, I'm, I'm really just pausing with the Lord and saying, okay, God, you show me what is next. Um, so I do believe there will be more retreats. I just don't know exactly when it's going to be. So, um, and then, yeah, Instagram is where I hang out and my podcast as well. So Mm, you are amazing and I love you and I'm so grateful for you and I'm so excited to see what's to come. So if y'all want to hang out with Avery and myself, because I already have signed up, I was like me, I went on, I went in the retreat in a box because you guys know I've been talking about retreats for the last, actually I was supposed to host my first official one in this vein in 2020. And then we all know what happened. So yeah, yeah, I'm super excited. So y'all, but go. you needed to be at the dream retreat so you could see exactly what was really in your heart, because I don't even know if you knew no. that's what you oh, wanted. Oh, goodness. Right? Oh, yeah. no. Oh, my goodness. No. And that's just it, guys. Sometimes God will give you a dream or give you something. And there's a process to make that happen. And just like we've talked about, and Avery said, like when you go ahead of the Lord, it's like the idea of if you eat fruit too early, it doesn't taste too good, right? When you, when a baby is born too early, there are complications, there are risks involved. And the same goes with our dreams and the things that God has given us, the calling that he's put on our life, timing matters. And so Avery, I thank you for your testimony. I am so excited to continue on this journey with you and all that God has. So y'all go connect with her. I'll drop all the links below her podcast, her website. If you want to do retreat in the box with us, uh, you want to grab that now with us. You want to grab that in the future. That'll be ready for you. And, um, I'm just so excited. Yes. Well, thank you, Heather, for letting me share and yeah. I'm just, I'm so happy to be here. So, and I'm, I'm so excited to have met you. Uh, when Megan introduced both of us, it was like immediate, like, oh my gosh, yes, this is, yes, we need to be friends. Yes, yes. And yes. (laughs) Here for it. Well, I love you. I hope you have a great day and I can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks for the retreat in a box. Yeah. Yeah.